0: Glad you decided to join us today for this daily devotional. Man, I love this series that we're walking in. Famous last words, looking at pictures of Jesus's life. And this week we're looking at pictures from the garden, the garden of Gethsemane. Man, this is one of the most intense pictures we see in Jesus's life. Man, this is a very a tense moment in his life, a tense season for him to be in, a tough decision he's about to make, a lot of pressure going on, and basically he's there with his disciples. And man, this is going to be the day before he goes to the cross. So there's a lot going through his mind, a lot of thoughts. But I love how we get to see these pictures, these raw pictures of Jesus. You know, if we're going to be a a Christian, it means to become more and more like Christ. So if we're truly going to be a Christian and not just... Vote like we think we're supposed to vote like a Christian or talk like we think we're supposed to talk like a Christian. But if we're really going to be a Christian, a follower of Jesus, man, we've got to look and dive into all of the pictures of his life that we have. We've got to study them and we've got to mimic our lives after them. And I love this picture of Jesus. We're looking at Matthew 26, verses 55 through 56. He's there the night before he goes to the cross. He's with his disciples, and he knows that people are coming to arrest him. They're coming to arrest him, man. Judas has betrayed him. And it says in 55, then Jesus said to the crowd, they've shown up now to arrest him. He says, am I some dangerous revolutionary that you've come with swords and clubs to arrest me? Why didn't you arrest me in the temple? I was there teaching every day. This is savage Jesus. He is calling it like it is. He's not pulling any punches. He is speaking the truth. He says, I was in the temple every day. Why didn't you arrest me? Now you come to me at night with clubs and swords like I'm some violent criminal? It makes no sense. He goes on to say, but this is all happening to fulfill the words of the prophet as recorded in the scripture. And then it says, at that point, all of the disciples deserted him and fled. There's a lot going on here. Uh, man. It ends on a very sad note. Man, I love to see Jesus standing up for who he is. He's standing up. He's not pulling any punches. He is being honest. Hey, I am not a, a, a... Criminal that comes around with knives and guns that you feel like you need to come with this way Why didn't he do it? And I fell up the picture of the truth is that they didn't arrest Jesus in the temples Because Jesus's influence had gotten too large and that's why the enemy has come and he's trying to put a stop to the influence that Christ has been having in this country in this time in this place in this space and Man, they're trying to do it secretive. They don't want people to revolt against them. They're coming And he's like man you treat me like a violent criminal the funny thing is is later on and we all know they'll go to release barabbas who was a violent criminal in order to keep jesus but what jesus is basically saying here is man i know that this is going to happen he said it's happening because of the word of god i love the sovereignty of the word of god that jesus points to here he says you may be here on your own ill will on your own ill intention that you are on the bad side but really, even the bad side is working for my good side. You know, even the bad side is working for God, for my purpose, for my calling, what I'm supposed to walk in. And I just love that Jesus trusts in God's word so much that he does not flinch. It says that the disciples, once they began to see this trial, this fight, this, they began to see what the trouble that Jesus was going to get them into, it says that they ran because they were scared. They weren't ready, but Jesus knew that he could stand on his father's word. And because his father's word says that there will be trials, his father's word says that he'll go to the cross, he knew that he could stand on it, he could surrender to it, and trust that goodness will find him out just as believers of Christ, just believers of God's word. Man, we've got to learn that God's word, just like it says, Jesus says that I knew you were going to come. I knew all this was going to happen because of God's word. Well, guess what? God's word to us as believers says that we will face trials, that we will face hard times, that we will be offended because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we should be prepared for it. We should be ready for it. But it doesn't just leave us there, but it also says on the other side of our obedience, goodness lies. Jesus knew that on the other side of his obedience in this time, goodness will lie. His disciples, they weren't so sure yet because God hasn't proven himself faithful. But hopefully if you've been following Jesus for a little while and maybe you're just starting to follow him, but he's given you a word, he's spoken to you through his word or through somebody, spoken his word through a pastor or a leader or a friend, you can trust that you can stand on his word and know that he will prove himself faithful. Maybe you haven't been knowing him long. Maybe you just are starting like we said. Man, continue to take those small steps with him. I tell you, if you take the small steps, he wants to show you bigger things you can trust him in. Because we can trust in the word of God. Because Jesus' surrender resulted in death, Our surrender and our obedience to the Word of God and trusting the Word of God will always result in more and more life for us. Because the Word doesn't just say that we will face trials, but it says on the other side of those trials— our endurance will be proven perfect. Our character will be made right. The Bible says God will make all things work together for the good of those who love him or who are called according to his purposes. Man, if you are following Jesus, he has called you. You didn't call him, he called you. He's called you to follow and walk in according to his purposes. And if that's your responsibility to continue to follow him, his responsibility is to make all things work together for your good. That means all things. You know, I love the fact that in that verse, in you know, that verse, the, the Hebrew, the, not the Hebrew, I'm sorry, the Aramaic, it means all things. You don't need a translation. It means the good things, the bad things, the ugly things, man, the places that you find yourself that you don't want to be in. Maybe sometimes the places that you find yourself in because of your own bad judgment, your own bad mistakes, your own sinful desires, you found yourself in a place. But I just want to encourage you today that you can still trust in the word of God that he will make all things work together for your good. Because Jesus stood up and he stood for what was right. He stood for his truth. He stood for being obedient to his father. Man, we can always stand up and know when we do the same thing, he will make all things work together for your good. So I don't know where you find yourself today, what situation, what circumstance, maybe a bad relationship, maybe a habit, maybe an addiction. Man, I'm telling you, if you continue to place yourself into God's hands, you surrender to him. You try to do whatever you can to walk in obedience. I promise you, he will make all things work together for your good. Thanks for joining us today. You can trust in his word. You can trust in Jesus. Oh, what a friend that we have in Jesus. It says that he's closer than a brother. Hopefully he is that for you. If not yet, he wants to be Lean on Him. Lean on God's Word like never before and trust that it will always make all things work together for your good. Love you guys. See you guys tomorrow. Have a good day. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit HealingPlaceChurch.org.